getting access to instant intuitive information is much easier than you probably think. Your intuition is just waiting for you to ask the right questions in the right way. And today we're giving you just that, three methods to start getting instant intuitive feedback. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Welcome, kindred spirits, to our podcast, Sacred Space, where we talk about the integration point between daily, modern life, and living in a spiritual way. We have the essential oils going for those of you that are curious. We have a lavender and a Tulsi holy basil blend going on today. We got a little bit of herbal tea, a couple of candles lit. So we're feeling pretty good. It is amazing in here. (laughs) Bringing some positive energy to your heart and soul today. My name is Christina Wooten. I'm a psychic medium and the owner of SedonaMedium.com. And I'm here with my husband and podcast partner, energy healer, Robert Wooten. Well, hello there. So what we're talking about today is a really common experience that it's something I know that I experienced and Robert's experienced it. And many of our students have experienced it as well. When you're trying to start opening up your intuition, you know that you're connected. You know you have a certain sensitivity to spirit, but that intuition on demand seems to be missing. So that's what we're going to talk about today is just filling in the gaps. How do we create the bridge to acknowledging that intuition is right here? I know I can tap into it and get information when I need it. And we're going to just help you with three different methods in order to do that, to create that connection for you. The first thing is we just have to understand that Intuition is right here. It's right here in your body. Your receptors are there. It's built in. The ability to receive and tune in to information is there already. It's like you're your own cell tower, constantly having information connect with it. It's just your responsibility to receive it and to begin the interpretation process to create that internal desire and awareness to do so. And then once you do that, you start to develop a habit so that that intuitive feedback can become so much more instant, so much more available to you, even though it's there all the time. So in order for your intuition to work really well, it's super important that you let go right away, right now. You just commit to letting go of the outcome. You release, you let go. Because otherwise, however you receive information, you're going to filter it through. But I really want this to be the answer. And so as a result, I'm going to always interpret on a slant. I'm going to always interpret based on that. And so that's going to reduce your ability to be an actual clear channel. So my suggestion is to consider when you are doing intuitive work, when you are tapping in, when you're bringing that information from the cell towers of the world, your own intuitive receptors into interpretation mode, that you just put that to the side. You put your own internal 
wants and needs, you just set it over here and you say, I just want to get the truth, the true intuitive information. I can deal with that in a clear place later. But when I'm tapping in, when I'm tuning in, I'm just asking for the highest and best truth. Okay, so that's really important to improve your accuracy. Now, the second thing is always start with some sort of an opening prayer or a body posture, something that indicates, all right, we're starting, I'm tuning in right now. Because you want to give that signal to your body, that signal to your higher self that says, we're making a deeper connection now. Even if it's something as simple as doing a namaste at your heart, or it can be a visualization of some sort. I like a small opening prayer, like when I'm doing readings, but you can do it however you choose to. You can also do a positive affirmation. Whenever I'm doing a healing session, for instance, I like to say something like, I am a clear and open channel for positive healing energy to flow through me to whoever it is that I'm giving the energy to. And that sets my mind into a place of, it's not me that's doing it, it's coming from somewhere else. And it allows me to be that channel for that healing energy to just flow from universal source, but it sets me into a place of knowing that that's what I'm doing and it sets that intention. And sometimes I'll even also do a a hand mudra or something that tells me that I'm in a different mind space when I'm setting this up to do it. Yeah, that's really nice. I think mudras can be really powerful. They can be amazing in meditation. If you're not familiar with mudras, any of our listeners, mudras are hand and finger positions. They can also actually be body positions like lotus position is considered a mudra. But um, typically it's recognized with the hands. It's yoga for the hands. Um, There's actually a book by that that I really recommend. It's so great. But it connects when you're bringing certain fingers together or your hand in a specific way, it connects certain channels of your energy together. So it can be a neat thing to learn a little bit more about. But the key is if you set the tone for yourself, like Robert was saying, with your mind, also for your body, also for your guides, also for your higher self, you're using one thing to really unite and represent that so that every time you do it, it becomes easier and you build on it. And it's also a big signal that says, yes, I'm open now for this information to come through because otherwise we've talked about boundaries in the past. We'll talk about it more in the future too. Otherwise you're going to get those wake ups or (laughs) knocking on the intuition door from spirit people and so forth. So having good boundaries to begin with is important and it starts with an opening statement. So I've picked three methods that really anyone can do super easy. And I wanted to focus on things that were quick, that you could get really easy access to the feedback and to the information so that you can make some of these intuitive decisions on the fly. So we're going to start with number one. And number one is learning how to use your body (laughs) because your body is so tuned in, it's tapped in, it's receiving information from the environment, from your state of being, from your resonance all the time. It's this incredible wealth of wisdom and understanding that is really often overlooked when we talk about intuition. So it's the first one to reorient your mind towards asking yourself, when I think about this option, When I think about this thing that I'm questioning, how does it feel? We talked a little bit in uh, episode 
21 about following your excitement and that your excitement is really a resonance that produces a physical sensation in your body. And we went into some detail about how to determine more about what your resonance is. So I really recommend that if you sometimes have trouble feeling a little bit disconnected with your body, if you're that kind of person who, for example, you don't realize you're stressed until your body either gets sick or gets tired or is like in total knots. And then you go, oh, wait a minute, I might have an emotion (laughs) that's going on. So if you're that sort of person that feels a little disconnected, then it can be really helpful to perhaps go back also to episode 21 so that you can learn a little bit more about that physical sensation that we talked about with resonance. So that can be number one, asking yourself also, where do I feel this in my body? So is there a location that it's sitting? And a lot of times the location that we become aware of can be symbolic, It can also be represented in the chakra. So a lot of time if I have a feeling or emotion or intuitive impression, I pay attention to which chakra location or which part of my body that is connected with the chakra that that sensation is coming up. So for example, if someone said to me, Christina, where do you feel that in your body? Then I check in, I feel it in the throat. Then that's going to tell me somehow it's connected with the throat chakra. Now, if it feels restricted, that's going to give me more information like, hmm, (laughs) that's probably not very helpful to that chakra. So maybe it doesn't represent my truth because that chakra is all about communication. It's all expression of truth. However, if I feel it in my throat chakra and it feels expansive, it feels powerful and empowered, Ooh, that's going to be a nice big clue of yes. And again, you can get more information based on the chakra that it's affecting and the location of that. You can also ask questions. Does it make you feel lighter in your body or brighter? Like, oh, there's a feeling of sensation of being lifted up, like your chest feels like it's opening and everything's expanding and you feel like, a sense of lightness come over your being, that's always going to be a positive because it means you're lightening your vibration somehow. You're releasing ego or getting more in alignment with the higher self. So that's a great indication. But if you think about the situation or bring that to your mind or your awareness and you feel heavier, you feel disconnected, you feel nothing, that's probably not a good indication. That's generally, if we're simplifying it, to a yes or no, that's probably going to be a no, okay? The last question you can ask to just stimulate some of your awareness with your body is, does it bring a feeling of stress or of closing up? Because again, that's going to be, if we're simplifying things, that's going to be a no, or it's going to be an indication of caution, okay? So listening to your body, your body is an incredible resource. It's talking to you all the time. We just have to like check in. Okay, so our second method, and this plays a little bit off the body, but it's in a different way, is to say something out loud. This is huge, and I think it's so missed as an easy way to determine whether you're in tune with something or whether you're not connected with something. And sometimes that's what we need to know is, am I connected with this? <laughs> am I not connected with this? So when you say something out loud, the vibration of your voice is going to tell you so much. 
because your voice vibration is really connected with your actual energetic frequency and vibration rate. I mean, everybody's voice carries their energetic signature. It's a way that we communicate almost to another person's auric field, a really direct way. So someone, for example, can be seated in a coliseum or, you know, you're just watching somebody on a video, but because we transmit the energy, the vibration through our voice, it helps people to discern. We're like sending that into their auric field of, does this connect? So if someone's paying attention and you're hearing someone speak, you can feel, does this uplift me? Does this support my vibration? Or does it, you know, again, listening to your body, take it away. But for you, for for our cases, for our listeners today, is when you say something out loud, you want to check in with your solar plexus, okay? So your solar plexus is in the stomach area. It's a particular chakra, so that's an energetic point. But if you're paying attention to your stomach area, because the solar plexus chakra is connected with like 70,000 nadis or energy channels within your body. So it's really strong, really energized. And that's what helps you know whether something energizes you or it depletes you is by feeling that area in the solar plexus. So when you say something out loud, hearing it on your vibration, you're going to get an instant feedback if you're paying attention to the stomach, to the solar plexus that says, yes, or that feels like truth. If, if it, you get a yes, it's going to feel energizing, empowering, expansive, like, ooh, I want to move forward. I want to move towards that almost with my physical body. But if you say something out loud and you feel reservation, you feel anxiety, you feel like almost you want to pull back within yourself, then that's telling you I'm not energized by this prospect. And some people can actually get the same feedback if somebody says it to them, but not everybody can. So I just encourage you to start with, you just say it for yourself. So for example, I'm going to move within the year and then listen to your stomach. So mine went like, nope, <laughs> absolutely nope, nope, nope. So, you know, that gives me instant feedback. Play out your multiple options. So if, if you have a certain question in mind, you can state each option as a sentence and then see how your body feels and responds to each one. And you want to take the strongest positive reaction and pay attention. Now, one thing I like to do is to always add in when I'm thinking about options is something else. Because oftentimes we're limited in our, in our perspective, so if we're only giving a couple of options like yes, no, maybe so out into the universe, it helps to say, wait a minute, could there be another option? And sometimes the response back is another option. And that tells you, ooh, there's more possibility here. So what are the other possibilities that maybe I'm not seeing right now? And then you can add in more based on that feedback, you can get more information of ooh, maybe this or maybe that. So you would say, for example, if you were talking about a new job prospect, I'm going to get a promotion or something better, or I'm going to make more money next year or something even better. 
that's more of a positive affirmation of, oh, this or something better. So it's like a request from the universe. And this, so that's a great question. It's important to make it as a statement because you're only listening for your feedback. You're not saying it over and over like a request. You're instead saying, okay, I am going to get a job promotion within the next year. And then you listen to your feedback. I'm going to change companies within the next year. Listen to your feedback. You want to make it a nice, concise question that you can get more of a yes or no in. So in this stage, it is more important to get yes or no sort of feedback. Because if it gets too open-ended, like or better, that can be harder to discern as you're beginning to develop those channels and to get more information that you need. So we want to keep it nice and simple with things that can give us more clear, concrete answers. Okay, so we've talked about checking in with your body. And the second method was to say it out loud. And our third one is to write out your options. So to do this, you want to first just focus on a question in your mind, such as, is it in my highest and best interest to leave my job at this time? So you want to focus on that question and the intention as you go through the next few steps that I'll outline for you. Because you want to keep that energy flowing, that awareness flowing. So important to do this also with a sense of detachment and just willingness to not get an ego answer. You just truly want to focus on that truth, okay? So you're going to cut out some same size pieces of paper. I really like to use three by five. So the size of an index card, I cut that out of either lined paper or printer paper, something that's really simple and easy to fold up because you are going to be folding it. And on each page, add the different answers you could receive to your question. And again, we want to try and keep it more focused on concrete answers. So one might be yes within the year. Another option that you would write is yes immediately. The next one could be the timing isn't right. It's best to wait. The next one might be no. Or the last one, none of these options, another option is available to you. So those are just some examples, but you'll customize it based on what kind of question that you are asking. But I generally like to focus, make sure there's a yes, there's a no, and always another option. So making sure that you're writing on the same size pieces of paper, that's important because our mind likes to get all in there. What I like to do is, again, just add each option to an individual sheet of paper. You're going to fold it up the same way for each one so that you can't see your answer or any of the writing that is on each one so that each of them look the same. Then you're going to take each of these little papers still while you're holding that question in mind, put it in some sort of like a basket or box, just mix it around, give it a good little mix there, jumble it up. And then you're going to take out the slips of paper, still keep them folded and write a number on each folded paper that you have. So the first one that you pick out of the box or the bag is number one. The second one you pick out is number two. The third one is three and so on. Now, the next one is to see which one is your answer. And how you determine which one is going to be different depending on your natural and most dominant psychic pathway. So 
If you aren't sure which psychic pathway is your most dominant within you, we have an easy quiz at SedonaMedium.com. What is your intuitive superpower quiz? And it's going to give you that exact answer. So if you don't know right away which direction you lean, this is really going to help you to discern that or get a lot clearer because it's important information you do want to know as you start to develop your intuitive abilities especially if you do get your impressions through multiple channels, so such as feeling things and also seeing things that may guide you, or even if you just aren't sure how you get your impressions, this quiz will just help you tease out your dominant psychic pathway. And the reason this matters, because that's really the question, right? (laughs) The reason this matters is because you will develop much more quickly if you piggyback on what is already your strongest channel. The good news is you can find that quiz and within just a couple of minutes, know your language, and we just made it really easy for you. So you can find it again at SedonaMedium.com. So once you have the pages folded and labeled, determining what you feel drawn to is dependent on your dominant psychic pathway. So for people whose dominant psychic pathway is clairvoyance or you're the visionary, when you have the sheets of paper laid out, see which one lights up for you. So which one grabs your visual attention and sustains it? If you don't see one that lights up, then you can also close your eyes and ask which number represents your highest and best option at this time and see what number you become aware of or happen to see within your mind's eye. For people whose dominant psychic pathway is clairsentience, or if you are an empath, then use your hands to run over the pages just a few inches above the tops of each paper and see which one draws your hand in or makes your hand buzz or gives you an indication of this one, this one. And if you feel drawn to multiple, listen to which one is the strongest, has the strongest physical intensity for you. Or you can also, if you're getting information through your emotions or through your feelings, pay attention to the one that makes you feel really happy, joyous inside, and brings a sense of opening, expansion within the chest area. So if your dominant psychic pathway is clairaudience or you're sound sensitive, then you're going to put your hand over each one, one at a time, closing your eyes and listen to what sounds you hear around each one. So when you hear something that indicates a yes, like a timer bell is a really good example of that, then choose that one. And remember to just quietly listen. You're not forcing anything. We're just listening. If you don't get anything right away, move on to the next one. And lastly, if your dominant psychic pathway is clear cognizance or you have epic instinct, then you probably don't even need me to answer this because you already know which one is yours and you don't need to wait for permission to grab it, right? If not, though, glance over each one and listen to your solar plexus again. Which one is it pulling you towards? Remember, your gift comes through downloads. So the answer is already there and it's actually programmed in your body. You should have more of a spontaneous response. So it should be like this one, (laughs) Just make sure you don't second guess yourself. So that's one way to stimulate some impressions. And this one I love also when 
you feel like you're struggling a little bit to be attached to the outcome, if it's more difficult for you, if you just feel very conflicted, this can help you really step out of your mind because you don't know what the answer is. You're not really trying to make it up. You're purely going by your instinct and your sense to help you with that process. And so I love it for that particular purpose when it is a little bit more emotionally complex and you're more invested in the answer. In closing, as we wind things down, in intuition and also most of life is <laughs> centered around your mindset. So if you understand that intuition is here, it is happening to you right now, and it's totally just waiting for the invitation to connect, to share with you, that will take you a good 75% closer to practice actually tuning in and asking yourself, hey, how do I feel about this? And I just want to invite you to start choosing not to make amendments, not to make some decisions before you've really checked in with yourself on it. I've made several mistakes in my life that came from just not tuning in on it right off the bat. And the more that you do commit to that, the more you do this, the more refined you become in that pure expression of your vibrational rate, the more you choose things that are in resonance with you that will bring you joy and happiness. And changing that just little daily check-in habit really can add up to big things. So I just want to send that invitation to you. I also, while I'm just extending invitations today, I want to invite you to join us at facebook.com forward slash Sedona Medium and at Sedona Medium on Instagram to get connected for some regular inspiration and just so we can chat, connect together and develop more of a community. And if you've been enjoying our podcast, you can rate us on Apple Podcast and you can do that by just scrolling down on the podcast listing past the episodes and there you can give us some stars and some feedback about what's really resonating with your heart many blessings to light your path today until next time namaste the modern life and spirit podcast is for informational purposes only the information provided is not intended to provide medical psychological legal or financial advice information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.